What's up, good people? Brandon here. I'm dropping in outside of our normal schedule with some exciting news from the Theolab Media Podcast Network. Today marks the premiere of Theolab Media's new project, Healing Jephthah's Daughters, with Dr. Lisa Weaver. Lisa was a guest on this week's episode of the Holy Shit Pod. If you enjoyed what you heard this Monday, then you're definitely going to enjoy what you hear on Healing Jephthah's Daughters. I am so excited about this new project, and I've been so grateful to work with Lisa to help bring this project to life. Healing Jephthah's Daughters is a podcast for women who live with trauma caused by their relationship with their fathers. The podcast uses family systems theory, biblical criticism, and storytelling to explore the life of Jephthah and his unnamed daughter found in the book of Judges, chapter 11 to be precise. The goal of the podcast is to help women be healed, get free, and to live whole. Keep listening here for a brief snippet from episode one. As you're listening, you can slide on over to your podcast app of choice and subscribe to Healing Jephthah's Daughters. What you will hear now is just a brief snippet of episode one. So make sure that you listen to the entire episode wherever you stream podcasts. For now, check out the preview. Hi, I'm Lisa Weaver. Welcome to Healing Jephthah's Daughter podcast. I'm so glad you've stumbled upon this podcast and I look forward to journeying with you. On today's episode, we lay the groundwork for the first season of Healing Jephthah's Daughter, which you will also hear me refer to as HJD. I'll share a little more about how we arrived here, read a portion of Jephthah's story, and then invite you to listen in on a conversation with me and a good friend, the Reverend Katie Ricks. Are you ready? Let's take the first step on our journey toward freedom, healing, and wholeness. One day I was sitting in my apartment waiting for a friend to come by for a regular visit. While I was waiting, I decided to pass the time by reading my Bible. I opened to what I thought was a somewhat random text. As I read the passage to which I turned, I wept and I wept and I wept. Now I rarely have this experience. Friends will tell you, Weaver doesn't cry. So I knew that there was something about this story upon which I stumbled. And I read it again and again and again, attempting to understand why it resonated so deeply within me. With each reading, I discovered another part of my being was engaged, another insight, another wrinkle. The text gently and sometimes not so gently tugged at my heartstrings. It reverberated deeply in the bowels of my soul, called forth tears from an internal well, which I'd worked so hard to forget was even there. I read it once more. Then the Lord's spirit came upon Jephthah, and Jephthah made a solemn promise to the Lord. If you will decisively hand over the Ammonites to me, then whatever comes out of the doors of my house to meet me when I return victorious from battle with the Ammonites, I will give over to the Lord. I will sacrifice it as an entirely burnt offering. 
Jephthah crossed over to fight the Ammonites, and the Lord had done what Jephthah had petitioned and victoriously handed the Ammonites over to him. When Jephthah returned to his house in Mizpah, it was his daughter who came out to meet him with tambourines and dancing. She was his only child. He had no sons and no other daughter except her. When he saw her, he tore his clothes and said, Oh no, my daughter, you have brought me to my knees. You are my agony. For I opened my mouth to the Lord and I can't take it back. His daughter replied, My father, you have opened your mouth to the Lord, so you should do to me just what you've promised. And Jephthah did to her just what he promised. Jephthah killed his daughter. He made a reckless vow to God. He vowed to kill whatever came out of the doors of the house to meet him, and he killed his daughter. Did he forget the traditions of his day? Jephthah had to know that it was customary for the women to come out and celebrate victories of battle with dancing and tambourines. His daughter was just following the custom. She was doing what was expected. She was doing what the culture told her was her job. And he vowed to kill her. And so he did. It was then that I realized that the daughter was me. Jephthah's daughter did have a name. In fact, she had many names. Lisa and Denise and Sherry and Vicky and Teresa and Nancy and so many more names. Jephthah's daughter has many names. This is the story of women and girls all around the world. A story too painful to tell. A knock at my door jolted me back to reality. I had completely lost track of time. My friend was at the door, same time as always. I didn't even bother wiping my face. We greeted one another casually as he entered. Looking at my tear-stained face, he said, are you okay? Are you okay? I handed him the Bible, still open to Judges 11. Have you read this? Voice cracking. He took the Bible, read the story, and looked at me, puzzled and a bit concerned, yet said matter-of-factly, Yes, this is a sad story. This is a sad story. And after a long pause, we went about our day, but the story still haunted me. And then one day 
it hit me. In one reading, I realized that Jephthah's relationship with his daughter was a mirror of his own experience of being a child raised in a blended household. Simply put, Jephthah treated his daughter the same way his father treated him. Jephthah failed to protect his daughter the same way his father failed to protect him. Jephthah let his daughter reap consequences the same way Jephthah's father let him reap consequences. Jephthah's upbringing and the things that he lacked as a child directly informed his own parenting. When we read the story in episode two, this connection will become clearer then. As much as this is about Jephthah, it is not only about Jephthah. It is about Jephthah and it is about the daughter. The truth is, there are so many Jephthahs in the world today. This story is constantly unfolding. For some, Jephthah is a father. For others, Jephthah is a mother. And there are even some humans who have the experience of Jephthah being a guardian, a non-gender binary parent, or another family member altogether. This story is always unfolding. This narrative is surrounded by other more popular stories, other judges, and other biblical figures. Joshua, Samson, Ruth, Naomi, Deborah. Stories that are easier to tell and easier to hear. Yet and still, it continues to unfold in the most obscure places, tucked in the middle of a book, that most people would rather skip. Ooh, that is some good stuff. Y'all ain't ready for Lisa Weaver, period. But you better get ready. Did you enjoy the preview? Well, you know what to do next. If you haven't done so already, you're one of them hard-headed people. Go ahead and search for Healing Jephthah's Daughters in your favorite podcast app and click subscribe or follow. Pro tip, it is spelled out for you in the episode title and it's in the show notes. We'll see you over on Healing Jephthah's Daughters with Dr. Lisa Weaver. Sam, Katie, and I will be back here next Monday on the Holy Shit Pod and we'll have an honest conversation about the continued shittiness of American public life, anti-black violence, and America's original sin, racism. Dante Wright, we speak your name, young brother. Rest in power. Stay strong, Black people. And stay solid in the struggle, humans. Peace.